guys. What's How's it going? Morning Barbarians <laughs> podcast episode 47 from Terrence Parlor. Got the whole group here. Back together again. The trio. Yeah, it's been a while. <clears throat> yeah, busy lives, you know. Whatever. What were you doing, Billy? Were you fucking skydiving in Sri Lanka or something? Where'd no, you go dude. camping? I went on, on the river again. <clears throat> That's nice. Cool. It's was fun. It's a good time. It's a nice ass weekend, so glad I made the most of it. Yeah. How'd you how'd you camp up bring a tent? No, I choose the hammock. Nice. Yeah, dude, I swear by the hammock if it, as long as it's not raining, and even if it is raining, you know, set up a little rain fly. <clears throat> I just need to get like a like a coffin shaped one or like one with just wide shoulders and then I'll be set. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if you got like a double sized one. Ooh, maybe. Because they make them. Yeah. Just like a little bit wider, a little more material. Because honestly, I could maybe even consider that for myself. Because I feel the same way, like sometimes when I like, I found out Nebraska when I sleep in there for like multiple nights in a row. It's like I want to like stretch out and I like, you just can't quite get that. Or even like roll over. And it's like I feel like if I had a big hammock to roll around in that was meant for like 350 pounds worth of people, (laughs) 400 pounds worth of people, then like I could. I bet you could just look at some hammock forum but i wonder if you had like a wide enough and a rigid enough like sleep mat or like an air mattress or something yeah i think a sleep mat would definitely help you know what i mean just to, to hold mm. it but this fleet farm sells these fucking dope ass air mattresses i was looking at i was really considering it they're they roll up super small like the size of like a hammock and you fucking roll that shit out and i don't know really? and I'm, does it have the it foam inflates. inside and you just like uncork it and the foam fills it up i couldn't like i couldn't inflate i couldn't tell if it was i, I didn't read anything on it but um yeah i couldn't tell if it was like that like the military ones with those really mm-hmm. nice ones but i mean it was shaped like coffin shaped and it was like multiple like pockets it wasn't just mm-hmm. one big fucking thing <clears throat> yeah that would have been fucking slick but i, I mean don't i don't really know if i need it but like if i ever want an air mattress that's probably the first thing i'll try yeah, that thing was so like sleek and like packed so nice yeah depend how minimalist you're trying to go i've heard from like um i don't remember if it was steve Rinella or if it was aaron snyder but they said like with the the sleeping mat with the air mattress ones, just think about it, like, if you use your sleeping mat like you normally would, like, sit sit on it by the fire and, like, kneel on it and all that shit, like, then it'll pop. But if you have, like, a old school, like, a section of old school foam one that you can use for just, like, rough use around the campsite... And then keep your air mattress one just only in the tent and, like, never touch it unless you're in your sleeping bag, like, sleeping on it. Like, then they're practical. Mm. Otherwise, they'll pop. I'm not a huge fan of the sleeping mats. I think that's one of the reasons I like the hammock. It's because then I don't have to really carry a sleeping mat. Even if it's cold and I I just carry, like, a yoga mat to put underneath. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking more for, for like, winter camping when I'm not going to be... In the hammock, it's nice to, I don't know, have a little bit of insulation, but for sure I'm gonna, I would do that leaf thing again, that we oh, yeah. gather enough leaves to make a nice little bedding. Yeah. That was fucking, that was awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it was a really, like, good clear spot once we cleared the snow off. Yeah. <laughs> I would, tr- I would, I would feel comfortable in a hammock. I mean, I've camped in a hammock down to, like, 20. Yeah. So, which was, like, kind of the lower end. But I mean, well, how cold is it when we when we camped? It was this winter, like, like zero. zero. Got to like zero, right? Yeah, okay. Because <clears throat> then I was, I don't know what it was, but I felt like that was significantly colder, and like twenty to forty didn't seem nearly as different. But getting down that low, I remember just being like, yeah, I don't think I can do a hammock in this. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, um, just if you have like a super good sleeping bag, you probably could. Yeah. Yeah, true. But, um, hey, speaking of camping, survival, play some apocalypse cards. Oh, shit. It's an apocalypse cards episode, everybody. Oh. (laughs) Well, honestly. No, I'm cool with that. That sounds really fun. Honestly, with the state of the world today, this is good to do some, like, mental, um. Good exercise. Yeah. Mental exercises about scenarios. Because, I mean, it's getting pretty crazy in parts of Europe, like, um. Poland, Germany, parts of, like, all the countries that are in that region, even the ones that aren't directly involved in conflict, they're, like, handing out manuals 
from World War Two of, like, surviving during wartime in the city and, like, all this shit. Like, they're going through, like, all their drills and procedures pretty much exactly the same, like, way it happened in World War Two. Like, oh, they're gearing up, like, get ready. And in here in America, we're like, oh, yeah, that's what we need to worry about. And, like, I don't know. It's, regardless of whose side, which side you support, it's, like, scaling up. And, I mean, that's pretty crazy to think that... <laughs> I- I did see that Germany committed, like, a bunch of money to, like, a military buildup over the next yeah. few years or something like that to, like, 2025 or something like that. Well, and we did, which is crazy. So we got skin in the game. So it's like, okay, <laughs> interesting. But, um, but yeah, dude, because when America entered the war, we got Pearl Harbor was, like, December 7th, 1941. Okay, and all throughout the 1930s, shit was going on in Europe, same as it is right now, you know? And so, who's to say in a few years, shit just hasn't, like, escalated to the point where it's like, I don't know, it actually does impact us here? Let's just say in a few years, the government stages a terrorist attack and frame some other country to gain support for going to war. I don't know. I don't know. That sounds pretty unreasonable. That, that's never happened before. They would put thousands of innocent <laughs> Americans just to prove a point. That would war. never happen. Just to profit so. from it. Oh, man. Guys. Did you I see that? Or no, no. You said that clip in the fucking group chat of fucking George <laughs> W. Just being like, that fucking... Wait, what war is this again? Unjustified invasion of Iraq. Ukraine. Ukraine. <laughs> this is the story of one tyrant's <laughs> plan, like single-handed invasion of Iraq. I, I, I mean Ukraine. <laughs> he like juggles it. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, love it. <laughs> Incredible. You're like, shoot, don't have Cheney here to tell me what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guy. <clears throat> I like him and uh, I mean, not it's not him, but the portrayal of him and. Uh, Harold and Kumar. <laughs> I knew you were going to say <laughs> He's so funny. Man, I don't even want to be president. <laughs> you want to smoke some fucking weed? Oh, man, they just get fucking blazed. Oh. <clears throat> That's what I like to think he really is like. Probably is. Probably. Just a good old Texas boy. Like, you need a president? All Dude, right. he like fucking <laughs> loves painting. Maybe he's like doing the same yeah. thing you're doing. Probably just gets high. So it's all right. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Dude. That'd be awesome. Go hang out with George W. Just go out of his ranch, me and him. That's where we should go hog hunting. Hey, want to go shoot prairie dogs <laughs> off the back porch? <laughs> yeah, hog hunting. Yes. Yeah, we gotta do that. Are we gonna do the apocalypse cards? We can talk about hog yeah, yeah, shit. That. Well, the world's fucked up, so let's practice on what we would do. You know what we should start doing is like specific apocalypse card episodes, like we have been, but like really lean into it. Get a special fucking little intro music thing or something. Like you know media I mean? trivia? Yeah, get something. Really, be, that's really like set these shape. episodes apart, you know? Yeah. Make okay, them know, okay. Brand them, you know? Hey, well, we'll work on that. <laughs> <laughs> a goal, like all right, that. for the like next that. one. That's a good idea, Darren. Um, so this deck is kind of shuffled up, so some of them... Oh, this, you know, some of we answered before, but might as well reassess them, so... um. Yeah. And also, before we start, I just want to shout out uh, Nico, because uh, last time he was like, yeah, I just love how Strum just, like, makes up his own rules. And I mean, yes, <laughs> I, I do. I do sometimes. But, um, but yo, um, in the words of uh, legendary Navy SEAL Admiral Thomas the Hulk Richards, he always, he said, you need to think outside the box. Even If you even think there is a box... You've already, you're very lost. We did, we've, we've been through that too. Dude, <sighs> it's a paradoxical statement, but sure you gotta is. think outside the box, and I think, I don't know, I'm just exploring these mental thought exercises, you know, so I mean, no, whatever, no, sorry, I'm making up no. the rules. <laughs> no. <sighs> but I feel like whoever pulls the card can kind of interpret it as they will, but... Us, Whatever. Yeah. When you read it, yeah. But then when you're saying, when, <laughs> when you're, you're like assessing it, you can't it's pick like the you middle can't... option. Yeah, you have to exactly. pick A or B. <laughs> that's the point of the exercise. <laughs> that's why you. That's why it's an exercise. It's not true. <laughs> but hey, see, like that's that's just my mentality. It's like, oh, I need to find a balance. <laughs> I give you both half the answer. <laughs> 
No, it says you specifically cannot do that. <laughs> well, what kind of animal so, would that be? What kind of world do we live so in where I can't both. do that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, put the following resources in order of importance to you. Food, water, shelter, weapons. If you could only pick three to bug out with, what would they be and why? Okay, so um, importance, water, food. When they say water, does that mean a way to get water or actual physical water? Okay, well, here comes the yeah, interpretation. Yeah, yeah, that's why so, I want to clarify. Yeah. Um, I would probably say, like, a little of both. You'd want some water to survive on, so three days worth. And you'd also need a way to get more water, right? So if you're going to say, I'm bringing water, you're assuming you're bringing three days worth and a way to go. You can't say, I'm going to leave water, but I'm going to assume that I have a filter that I can, say, filter a thousand gallons with. Yeah. You can say that. Wait. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't leave the real water. Like, you can't not take the three days of water, but take, like, So water you can't treatment. do one or the other? Yeah. We, we could do that. It's so. up to you. You pulled the card. I just want to clarify before we start going. Well, I'm going to do... I would do both. I would take my little filter, which is, like, no weight at all, and also grab a couple jugs of water. Like, I don't think that's ridiculous, you know? What do you guys think? <laughs> I don't know. I, well, I let's just, get I to just, the other ones, because yeah, yeah. there's, there's food, water, shelter, and weapons. So what does that even mean to you? Like, so in, in general terms of importance, water's most important, because without that, for three days, you would die. Agreed. Okay, Food is also important because fucking, even though you can go many days without it, I mean, most people really need function. to eat every day. Yeah. yeah. So that's also quite important. And then between shelter and weapons, I mean, obviously that depends on the situation. Like if you have to leave your house because of some kind of like natural disaster or something, then shelter would probably be most important. But if it was like some type of like war scenario, obviously then weapons would be more important, you know? So, that's kind of how I'm painting it in my order of importance. Water, food, and then depending on the scenario, shelter, weapons. You know, that makes sense, right? But, so here, somebody just paint a scenario. Like, throw something out. Um, the Russians sent a nuke up the Potomac. The White House got destroyed. Pretty much everybody in, like, the central government's destroyed. And then they also... Have invaded from the West Coast. Okay, so in that situation, obviously weapons would be of a priority <laughs> over shelter because, yeah, because you could probably go and like find somewhere to sleep for the night. That's fairly safe. Well, yeah, between that's... like houses and barns and shit like that versus like yeah, most... I totally agree. You would need shelter because there's gonna be apparently a... well, we wouldn't need to worry about too much nuclear fallout because the wind would blow it away from us. Yeah, and it'd probably be like a tactical <laughs> nuke. It wouldn't be like a gigantic fucking yeah. nuke. It'd be like a very, you know... Be one of those hypersonic AI-driven, yeah, yeah, like... Hypersonic like ones. Oh, dude, yeah, speaking of nukes, I think I've talked about this before, but they have one called the Canyon. Or they had one. They probably have something better now. But it's a AI torpedo that's a nuke. And if it goes off within 500 miles of any coastline, it makes like a tsunami, like several hundred miles wide. <laughs> yeah, so, got, but the U.S., so on this chart, it showed like what China had and what Russia had, and they had all these nukes. And then on the U.S., it had like one like airstrike missile, and like that was it. And it was like, yeah, these motherfuckers just like... But the bar was, like, this wide, but the U.S. only had, like, one in it. It's like, yeah, right. You, there's so much shit they just left off of that chart. But Wait, and, yeah, and who was responsible for the chart? It was, like, U.S., like, put out this Yeah, chart. LOL, oh my <laughs> yeah. god. Propaganda. Yeah, exactly. But straight up, nukes are a possibility, you know? And, like, Russia has said in, like, their international news network that nukes could be a possibility, so... You never know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so, it, but that, in that situation, yeah, because shelter would be, hopefully be readily available, you know. Okay. I also have gas masks, but I only have, like, one that would fit me that's an old school style that's not, probably not the most effective, and then I have a military grade one that's smaller, so that would fit, hopefully, Lily and the kids, but I only have two, 
So would have to mostly stay indoors if there's like a nuclear problem. And iodine. So I've gotten like iodine tablets. They've probably gone bad by now. I don't know the expiration date, but if like you ever watch the show Chernobyl, they take like iodine tablets because supposedly that like it stops the radiation from like getting into your cells from metabolizing. Yeah. yeah. So you piss it out if you take enough iodine, so because it like binds to the iodine or something. Yeah, it's really really crazy. Yeah. Have you ever seen that show Chernobyl? Mm-hmm. No, that's what you're talking about, right? Like, yeah. They, dude, oh my god, you should yeah. watch it. Is it like a documentary? It's like a mini series. Like... It's like a biopic, like a mini series okay. biopic. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Yeah. Dude's face melts. Off. A firefighter's face melts. <laughs> yeah, off it's like, they were like it's brutal. Because they were just like, oh, it's a fire. This reactor was on fire. They like said yeah, all the like cities pumping out like millions of runkins of radiation. Because like, as just, they're just surrounding it, and it's like, just the raw the core. <laughs> yeah. It's, it it was it was gross. It's a fucking yeah. So Dude, nuclear fallout scares the shit out of me. Like radiation poisoning. Oh my god. Yeah. Same oh. here. That's the that, worst. Yeah, I think that would probably be like my worst way to die of all time that I can think of. I Just would take waste, almost anything over that. See, okay, so that that's a prepping priority right there. Like, where would that fit in? That'd probably be under shelter, um, <clears throat> of having like nuclear protection. You know, so having like a at least a gas mask. You know. And wearing like, Whoa. wear your water, wear your waterproof gear. Like at the very least, wear like your raincoat, rain poncho, and rain pants, and Just shit like, with your gas mask. That's the best you can like do. Shit loads of iodine. Yeah, but man, that would be a fucking shitty. Well, if they invaded through the West Coast, dude. I mean, they'd have to nuke Camp Pendleton too, because if they didn't take that place out, <laughs> they'd be fucked. <laughs> say, say they invaded from like, like basically like right at. Washington State. Yeah, they could. And then they took like the West Coast because it's like a lot Diego. less. Yeah, I don't even know if they would want to nuke it right away. Dude, they probably would. There, but there's a nuclear react. You know, it's funny. There's a nuclear reactor right next to San Mateo yeah. along the ocean. Yeah. It looks like two boobs. <laughs> and um, but yeah, just a nuclear reactor right there. It's like wow, like they yeah. just have these things, you know. So they could just nuke that fucking place. Yeah. You'd have to nuke the Marines. Like, I was just, I was thinking, like, the other day, if there's ever a conflict and, like, troops, peacekeeping troops come, like, people are fighting, whatever side the Marines are on, I would just join them. Because all day I just watch videos of, like, gun teams and mortar crews just wrecking shop. Like, think about us fighting somebody, like, during the apocalypse. We're just like, oh, I hope I don't die. Whereas, like, the Marines, it's all the dudes at the point in their, their life where it's like, I don't give a fuck if I die. I just want to kill something, you know? So it's like, yeah, I would not want to fight against them in any scenario. <laughs> just want to kill something before I die. Yeah, like, that's literally their mindset. So whatever conflict, join the Marines at least to figure out what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, like, nuking the U.S. would be the only way to potentially start, like, a ground invasion. Yeah. Otherwise, it's pretty much impossible. But would you want to nuke them and then put all your troops there? That's what doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's like, well, when you nuke something, you kind of turn it into a wasteland. So yeah. it's like, nuking one city is not going to be enough. I, I and as soon as the U.S. starts launching nukes at you, it's like, well, is this really worth it? Yeah. yeah. Unless they use, like, their hypersonic missiles, which can travel very... See, I don't think they would bother sending people. I mean, obviously right now, they're not doing a great job with the ground invasion, so... I think they would probably just... There's no way, yeah. Let us destroy ourselves. Just fucking nuke some fucking food... Ch- change you know what i mean just like fuck up something simple dude that americans can't fucking do and then yeah like the rail system that's all yeah yeah they would just have to do something because i really think they have been just fucking us over for the past since the cold war at least just been fucking doing shit with all kinds of like you know the russian troll farms that kind of bullshit just doing like psyop shit to just Mm -hmm. make us destabilize yeah yeah oh and that's what i've said in the past so many times is that all they need to do is fucking shut the power off yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, they would just do something like that, I think. So, yeah. Let, that's, us, let us fuck ourselves up. <laughs> so, in that scenario, if they're not coming, they could even just send more nukes. Like, they could yeah. just... <laughs> just make us a fucking... Just a wasteland. Just make us Chernobyl. Oh, fuck them. That would suck balls. To me, that just doesn't make sense, though. Like, if you're if, if you're a global superpower, why you would want to, like, essentially nuke half of another continent? And the U.S. To, to just destroy, like, them as a country, it's like, God, like... 
what a waste. You know, really? I mean, you would think no matter how crazy somebody is, they would understand that that's that that's a lose situation for them. Poot has blood cancer. He could just not give a fuck if whatever the fuck he does. He's like, I'm going to be dead in like a year, bitches. Like, fuck off. I'm going out in the history books. <laughs> is he really? Is he really? Dude, he has, supposedly he has blood cancer and he's like had chemo? like health problems and shit in the past. So, and I'm sure all the stress of this probably isn't helping. Yeah, it's amazing that he's been able to do it as long as he has. Because he's pretty much committed that he's just not letting go of Ukraine. He's like, whatever the cost, we're... He's like, we're, we're just going to occupy it. We're not even planning on you letting us take it. We're just going to occupy it, and we're just going to stay occupied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Until the people there just, like, die, and their kids have been Russian occupants their whole lives, and then we'll just... It'll become part of us. That's, yeah, exactly, and the U.S. is like, here's a couple billion, because we don't want that to happen, so it's like, we're just here eating popcorn watching this shit go down. Yeah, I, I don't, I think it's kind of, if, the, like, when, if, if that's really Putin's, uh, his kind of long-term goal, it's going to be really important who takes over, because if whoever takes over has 30 years that they could potentially stay in power. Yeah. And their their plan is that we're just going to keep like Ukraine occupied for 30 years like we can't can't keep can't keep giving Ukraine 40 billion every freaking quarter and be like, "Here, all right, keep fighting them off like it's not going to work." Yo, guess what always happens? Fucking when a empire's run by a really powerful monarch, a lot of times when that guy dies, it fragments and cuz everybody's trying to steal parts of it. And we, so an interesting thing that's happening with the Eastern Orthodox Church is they're about to fucking split because the guy in Russia, the head fucking Kremlin or whatever, the, the head of the Eastern Orthodox Church in Moscow, he's buddy-buddy with Putin. Like, they just fucking Whoa. use each other for power. Like, that's why Putin made those anti-gay laws, was to, like, gain favor of mm-hmm. Eastern Orthodox Church leaders. And uh, just fucking from all over other parts of the world, the Eastern Orthodox Church is like, hey, like, fuck that guy. Like, we don't support him anymore. So they're about to, like, about to be like another great schism in the fucking... In religion. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Wow. This is causing some fucking crazy shit. <clears throat> wow. That's amazing. Yeah, that's... See, like, there's a lot of levels to this, and I mean... It's gonna be reverberations that p- take generations to play out. So, I don't know. Yeah. Looking at my little boys, I'm like, holy shit, when you're... 18, 19, what the fuck's gonna be going on? Like, holy. Yeah, it's crazy. Good motivation to better myself. (laughs) Sure. But yeah, so what do you guys think? Priority of resources? I think I agree with that. Water, food, shelter. But, yeah, it depends on the scenario with shelter and weapons, but I think, uh, I guess, too, I mean, yeah, there could be a scenario where the weapons would be your highest priority. Yeah, yeah. Really I think so. Weapon, to me, it's like I would if I would had, uh, if I had a like if I was going somewhere where I knew that I could filter water, even if I didn't have any with me. Where it's like, okay, I gotta walk fifteen miles, yeah, twenty miles, and I don't have like it's either take water or don't take water, but I'm gonna be able to get to water when I get there and be able to filter it and drink safe water, and I know that I would definitely take shelter, food, weapons. Because I think, like, going from, like, you know, if you look at any sort of primitive humans, they always went from water source to water source to water source. It was never, you know, it was very rare for them to take a large quantity of water to to, yeah. to drink from on an excursion of any sort. Yeah, and that true. was for most of human history. And even nowadays when, like, mountain hunters and shit go camping, they take, like, a bottle, you know? Yeah, I wonder if you would consider it prioritizing water first if your, like, main reason for movement was to get to a new water source. You know what I mean? Like, is that still... That's prioritizing water. Well, is it still, yeah, doing that, but... I'm not saying that's what you were just saying. Yeah, doing. yeah, yeah. No, then that's a good way to look at it. If that was the that case, is... to be like, yeah, okay, like, we gotta, you know, we gotta fucking we gotta head, head north. Like, let's go north. And you're like, okay, well, let's fucking, you know, we gotta find this creek or whatever to get some drinking water. I don't know. Right, and then we we'll can stop make there, camp there and whatever there, and, like, yeah. go from there. Yeah. Yeah, and you gotta think in like urban situations too. If the power's off in a town, 
like where people are going to get water from because all the places with bottled water is going to be cleared out. Mm-hmm. Like remember, whenever the power goes out, if we have a big storm, yeah, for like, like a day or two, a day or two, all the stores are empty of bottled water, and, and like, all the generators are gone. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you gotta think like it's gonna be like that shit's gonna happen whenever this happens. So. Yeah, I could get one of those fucking barrels, those fifty-five gallon like drum. drums to yeah filter just, rainwater. Just, yeah, yeah, just even have non-potable water, you know, just to yeah, I gotta get on that. Yeah, I gotta clean up the fucking gutters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> putting that off <laughs> probably should have done that already yeah water is a water is an interesting thing in a survival situation <clears throat> yeah it's nice to have those little fucking filters dude like yeah that. your filter is so legit the oh my god yeah oh yeah well no even even the camping, the camping filter. one yeah. oh yeah just like the 10 the 10 liter bag with the with you know the trip i'm going filter. crazy on one of those man i'm getting a fucking really? sorry, 100, yeah, 129 dollar one really? fucking yeah Super from nice. life water yeah so they I mean, they donate filters or money to whatever you get clean water for people, so it's like right, like cause. Well but uh, yeah, it's a twelve liter bag, which I you know figure would be nice camping two people. It should be good water supply for a day for two people. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it's I don't know. It fucking looks really nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yours was like thirty bucks or something. So I just, just got a generic yeah. bag that was like. 30 bucks, 40 really bucks, nice, I think. I mean, it's decent 10 yeah. liter bag yeah. with the hose, mm-hmm. and I can use whatever filter because I've used Sawyer filters and I've also used Life Straw filters yeah. with it. But I mean, just a gravity bag because what inspired me to do that is in the Marines when we did Mountain Survival, we had a platypus, which is like a specific brand, but it's like two identical bags, and one's a gravity bag and the other's a clean water bag, and it has like the platypus filter. And it's just like a really minimalist but durable, like simplistic water filtering system. Yeah. And that thing was money. But I mean, they're expensive. So I just cobbled one together out of generic pieces. Yeah. I'm in the same factories. Yeah, I'm going to get a fucking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm, I'm getting the fucking high end one because I figure it'll like. Hopefully it lasts uh, longer. Well, too. that, and, I mean, yeah, it'll like, kind of encourage me to go camp and work, so i like, all right, I got this fucking, thing. like, let's get out mm-hmm. there, and then, uh, it'll be like an apocalypse thing, too, you know, yeah. and I can filter water, potentially, the only the Russians nuke us. Yeah, the only thing you need to be careful of is, um, with the filters, if they freeze, it ruins them. Yeah. Or they freeze with water in them, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Gotta dry uh, that shit out. Well, you know, I'm sure I'll figure something out for winter camping anyway. I plan on getting that sled, so... You'd probably just, more winter camp too. You could always like melt snow and shit like that. Yeah. Too. Exactly. Yeah. If if it's not fucking nuclear winter and there's fucking fallout in the snow. Yeah. Well, if it's nuclear winter, we probably got bigger shit to worry about than where we're getting our water from because it's all gonna be radioactive. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. A nuclear winter. If they bomb, if they nuke the west coast, like if they imagine how many wildfires that would start if they nuked us. Like. Yeah, it would burn across all the way to like the mountains, all the way to the Rockies. Yeah. And that just the dust cloud of nuking people is gonna create is gonna cool the climate. And a lot of people have said, yeah, global warming sucks, but global cooling is much more deadly in terms of like planetary like ecosystems and civilizations and whatnot. Yeah. So if there's like a nuclear exchange and enough dust gets thrown up into the atmosphere, nuclear winter. But that would be a pretty strange turn of circumstances since we've been learning to embrace the cold for the past. You know, like, we're just ready. Just we'll be ready for nuclear winter, I guess. <laughs> like, fuck. Excuse me, cold as fuck out there. Hell yeah. Yeah, need to master agriculture before then, or like greenhouse agriculture. Is your phone vibrating, Billy? No, sorry. doing that. Billy always um, makes you think your phone vibrates. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Well, you want to oh. take a quick break? Yeah, let's take a break. Ranger needs to come in. We're back. All right. Joined so, by... Oh, sorry to interrupt, man, but joined by X. Yeah, X came home from work because he works instead of just smoke weed and paint all day. Like, a fucking... Anyway. Yeah, so X is here. <laughs> Alright, so I guess it's my turn to pull the card, and I pulled the card. The government called all able men and their weapons to volunteer and leave their families to help defend the country against a foreign enemy invasion. You aren't a big fan of your current government, but this is your country. There are no guarantees that you can return alive, 
Your country's military forces are fighting all over the country and the world, and they just don't have enough men. Would you be a patriot and go, or would you stay and protect your family? No, I'm heading up to the UP. They're never going to find me. They yeah, got, we should invade that shit anyways. They, they got me once, but that was... If they wanted me to fight for my country, they had four years. <laughs> that's, that's over. Yeah, they, that ship sailed. <laughs> I'm not doing that shit anymore, man. I think it would depend how far away they were. Like, if they were invading from, like, the East Coast or, like, like say they invaded through Mexico. Like, they staged in Mexico and then invaded through Mexico. And they were in, like, Alabama. I would be, I would maybe consider going. But if they were, like, invading from Canada and they were, like, right around the corner, I would definitely not leave. Yeah. Fight on familiar territory. Well, yeah, and it's just, like, it's all about, like, my, like, my proximity to the people that I, like, care about actually protecting. You know what I mean? It's, like... Yeah. I'm not shaving my beard, so fucking forget about that. Yeah. <laughs> I think under those circumstances, they God, I fucking hope care, so. Jesus Christ. still... Well, in a CBRN environment, no, you'd have to shave. Yeah, so they can fucking... CBRN, CBRN threat... Yeah, I can CB on these fucking nuts and fucking catch me in the UP growing fucking weed and corn. (laughs) That's the thing, though, is like, oh, that's my word I always say is, that's the thing. I say that a lot to work on that. (laughs) But, um, yeah, like you said, you had your chance. (laughs) For four years. Uncle Sam. (laughs) But, like you said, Billy, keeping your proximity to just the people, you know. Uh, especially me, I'm not gonna leave my family. Like, yeah, you're <laughs> trying. So I'm saying, I'm going to Custer. I'm grabbing my fucking cooler full of fucking end of the world food. Grabbing my camping shit and my duffel bag. Yeah, grabbing my guns, ammo, and heading east. <laughs> I might just go. What the fuck do I have to lose? I mean, exactly. if I was to go into a war, I'll probably die there. Just as I would die here, so I might as well just go there and die. Well, like I was telling, <laughs> all right, like I was telling these guys earlier, is um, for me, if I'm in a conflict that the Marines are also in, I would always just side with the Marines because I would never ever want to fight against them. Just well, <laughs> yeah. one, I'm I would do that just on honor's sake, but also like I would whoever fights them like not does not have a good time so it's like so yeah if you're gonna fight go with somebody who knows what they're doing like join special forces or do so, some shit like that like yeah fuck yeah i just wouldn't like the odds look at any war that infantry have come together to fight yeah man if you're an in infantry you're pretty much like your odds are so shitty your cannon power like, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> but it's when you're with a group of guys, like your brothers, it's more about just like fighting together, yeah. like bringing all them back, and you know, just the brotherhood and supporting your country. Like even though it may be like misguided, whatever you're fighting to support your country, you know, I don't know. See, that's what I'm saying though. But we, what if we just make a fucking fire team? We can, right? And the, if the apocalypse happens, we just do odd jobs for people, which includes protecting them. Like military contractor, basically. Yeah, but also hey, do like basic like, like maintenance. Like I was, yeah, I was gonna say like that or the mafia. Yeah, or, well, that's a, yeah. Organized crime does the exact same thing whenever yeah. areas become super impoverished or disasters. Or they have corrupt police. Yep. Next card. Damn, that one didn't take nearly as long. <laughs> First card, 20 minutes. Second card, 4 minutes. Oh my gosh, that's so much to read. <clears throat> sidetracked. You are behind on rent, and now that the electromagnetic pulse went off and the banks aren't open, your landlord has come trying to collect. He says either pay up in cash or in goods, or he will evict your family and put them on the street in three days with the help of his armed security guards. You are not prepared to bug out at all, your landlord, oh, you know, right? That's already hard for for Strem. For both of us, <laughs> I feel like all of us, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it was the same. Well, yeah, we have cool landlords, and also I was just saying, I have a fucking duffel bag full of shit. Anyway, uh, landlord says if you don't, if in three days you don't have a payment, he will bring armed men to take you out of the house. But right now he is standing in front of you alone. How would you handle this situation? 
That's weird for me and X because our landlord's super cool. So I don't know if I could kill Mike. He would never do that anyway. <laughs> so, and then yeah, if he was like, "Get the fuck out," I'd be like, "I'd be like, take these paintings, Mike." It's like they're not worth a lot now, but <laughs> after this, after this war, after after we rebuild society, people are gonna they're gonna miss art. You sell these. You sell these in my name. I don't know. <laughs> I'd be like, whatever, man. Just throw some in the dump. <laughs> You fucking yeah. You get thrown out of your house three days later. <laughs> Just scarves, scarves with an AR. Sorry, turn. <laughs> Just smacks him with the butt of the fucking rifle. Takes my teeth that fell out. Put him, put him in his mouth. Jesus. You might Just be able to bribe Mike man. with all the fucking liquor in the garage, though. You might in be a able to shitty bribe scenario. Mike would probably take that as payment. Maybe. I mean, if shit's really going downhill, apocalypse is happening, so I need no access to cash, that means he money. probably can't just go to the bars. And there's an assload of booze well, for some reason in the garage. Might as well just give it to him. Well, I already work for him, so I would just go to work, I guess. Like, I'd be like, oh, I need, you need payment? Like, what if I paid you in labor? And then I would just fucking go to work. So. Yeah, so you have a good way to solve it. Yeah, so that's a weird one. Or... That's a weird one for me. Well, well that's but, a... Yeah, it doesn't have to be, like, a violent altercation. Yeah, you can just work it out in a good yeah. way. I guess, okay, sorry. We'll, we'll fucking reel it in a little bit. Since <laughs> I read the card, I can set the parameters on it. You don't know your landlord. He's a fucking stranger to you. He's just, okay. he's just a landlord. Neutral feelings. He's neither been super good or super bad. You haven't been a piece of shit or whatever. You know, it's pretty just fucking neutral. And um, he is shorter than you, but... Heavier than you in stature. Is this like and a jacked heavy or is this like no, a just, beach just, ball heavy? Yeah, just just an old, you know, fucking kind of, let's say he's 50 years old and he didn't even play sports. In high. He played baseball in high school. <laughs> that was 30-something so years ago. <laughs> also, if this one scenario happens, we'll be ready. So, so what do you think? My thoughts. Given those parameters. <laughs> what we discussed uh, earlier. Um, it's a little chilly outside. He came in the morning. It's about 9 a.m. And it's like it's like a cool like 42. It's like a, a you know. A, a Is humid it humid 42. or? Okay. Yeah, so it's a kind of a crispy. You know, oh, it's a nice shade though. 40, well, it's gonna be, yeah, but it's the only 9 a.m. right now. You know, I mean, there's no clouds. It's nice. So, I what's mean, the forecast like 24 hours from oh now? Uh, possible thunderstorms tomorrow night, but I mean, that's pretty far out to say. So, but for today, clear. It's gonna get up to 83, they're predicting. We're doing a 40 degree yeah. hike. Jeez. Oh, it's getting up there. It's wow. Okay, I it's leg sweep him and then <laughs> slam on his head at the bottom of the stairs. Just kill him. Just kill him. <laughs> so like, what do you do if you kill him? Is there still a police force to come arrest hey. you? Like, can you buy things with the money you're going to give him? Regardless. Yeah, cash is still being exchanged. I'm not going to kill him. Services. I'll just give him some shit. Like, I have so much yeah, shit. I'll just give him stuff. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just give him stuff. Like, there's got to be something of value you would are willing to give away that he would want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd probably just leave. <laughs> yeah, if my land. If my landlord is like, we are neutral right now. But the and minute now. he tells me I have three days <laughs> yeah. to leave, or he's yeah, gonna send right. armed men, like fuck you. So I just leave. No, I mean, I have enough camping shit that I can go into the woods. There's plenty of public space, and I can survive for. Until I find a new place. You are, Do you got a gun you're bringing? Because I bet there's going to be a lot of people who want to go to the woods. Like, you, you might be just camping. There's just tons of fucking people out there. Like, everywhere. Oh, like, you two, like, you have to band. It's going to be, like, and all, they're going to be all people who play, like, fucking, um, what's that dumbass game? Uh, Fortnite and shit, where they're just, like, all free for all. Like, just going after, just shooting people randomly. Like, because... They say that a lot of new hunters, like, in these past years where there's been, like, tons of new hunters, been, like, accidents where people are just inexperienced and just go in the woods and shooting the wrong animal or other hunters or whatever. Be a lot of dumbasses in the woods yeah. during the apocalypse. I think there's not that much public land around here compared to the <clears throat> amount of people, as if you, like, go out west or if you, like, go up north even. Like, if you're living in, you know, Monaco and you're... 20 miles away from a 2 million acre national forest and then you look at like the people per square mile up there 
pretty low compared to even around here. There's a shitload of public space. I'd go uh, to the river. Uh, They've got those islands that are technically owned by the paper mill, but if shit's hitting the fan, no one's going to fucking pay attention. And some of those islands are small enough for one person or two people to, like, keep a perimeter. You'd easily be able to tell if someone else has been on the island. Well, now you just said it on the podcast, so it's (laughs) Now that's going to be packed with people. Shit. Now 14 other people are going to (laughs) know. Well, you know what? I guess I just gotta find a new location. I've got a couple. Because I think there's a lot of people that get in there. Either that or, like, some marshes. Like, if you go up north of town, there are, like, marshes, and True. they that's, do have high spots in you know, like them. Well, or something. that's one thing I learned in ranger school, is when you're setting up a fucking spot to hang out, you just gotta pick the shittiest fucking no spot. No one's gonna wanna no go on a marsh, yeah, no but the deer pathway, love them. Just fucking... Because no one's going to fucking want to look there. They don't even want to look there. So, yeah. yeah, just fucking... You know, it sucks, but... It's like how escaped slaves would go and hide out in, like, swamps and shit. Yeah, and there would be, like, like, practically colonies of them in there. Mm-hmm. Where it's shitty and no one wants to even It would be exactly like that, yeah. It's the same thing with animals, though. I mean, a lot of deer live in the swamps north of town. I like, know, yeah. I mean, there's mm-hmm. tough terrain, and if it isn't a swamp, you know... You can find spot good spots. I think there's yeah, I just think something. Them, those animals are made to get around in that stuff where humans aren't necessarily. There's yeah. just something about the swamp that people despise. Like, I mean, I have you thing. ever been hunting, see a swamp and be like, "No, fuck that, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm no. not going through that no. shit." Usually, I'm like, "Let's get in there. No. I'll do. I'll do a little bit." I've been there once or twice. Working. I don't have to drive. So I'm blitzing. <laughs> On trucking. All right, Billy, you want to read a card? I feel like we got we all answered that one, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Good times. All right. Your bug out like the uh, Jesus Christ. Your bug out location is far off the beaten path, but you feel you need to put something as a barrier to discourage people from heading down your way. There aren't enough materials to build a physical barrier. It has to be a, a psychological one would cause people to turn away just from seeing it what kind of psychological barrier would you build and how would it be effective i would ideally be able to catch some small game animals and i would just disembowel them and just hang them in dark twisted fucking crazy <laughs> theatrical way like i would pose them as like dancers and like 69 each other and like i would have their fucking eyeballs in their asshole and like, their guts would just be like streamers in the tree branches and i would fucking just blood piles everywhere and oh man yeah that's what i would do how often would you be really so re- replenish <laughs> yeah. that just let it rot yeah you, you probably like, only need like to do it like month. you probably only have the to, nastier the better yeah you probably don't even have to do it that often i don't know you don't think so we could get eaten by shit I don't think dead animals last very long. No, they wouldn't. So, for any of you who listened to the podcast I was last on, fairly decent at building booby traps, and I think that's a pretty good psychological thing. If you're walking with a group and someone falls into a fucking tiger (laughs) trap (laughs) and and fucking just gets impaled by a snake, I'm sorry, I would not continue. I'd turn around, this territory is claimed, and walk away. That's and just me, though. That's <laughs> me and you could make some sick booby traps together. Just, like, just ankle-hold pun- punji pits with the spikes that oh. stand on the side. Like, we could do oh. some crazy shit, because that's, like... That's gnarly, too. That's what engineers, <laughs> like, combat engineers, that's, like, what my... Our forte was, was, like, booby traps and shit. Real quick, sorry to... Before Billy gets to his answer. The reason I, like, already had some shit thought of about, about that... It's because we planned to do that one time in the army. We were talking about, like, when you get to be, like, the op four, like, the oppositional oh. force, you know, the fucking whatever bad guys. Um, no, I'm good. <laughs> we were talking about doing, like, this the craziest shit we could do to, like, just freak everybody out. Like, yeah, we could fucking, uh, we were talking about making, like, Blair Witch Project dolls and, like, hanging <laughs> them up and, like, doing all this crazy. It, we, you know how it is in the field. You just fucking, end of the night, you're just bullshitting, hanging around the fire or whatever, so. Yeah. Fucking stove. <laughs> what we but, uh Oh, sorry. No, no, I was, yeah. So, I've, I've already had some, like, exercise in considering what kind of fucking sick, twisted stuff you could put in the woods to f- scare people. What we did for roadblocks in the Marines, like, when I was Op 4 a couple times, is we'd make, like, set up some strands of concertina wire and cover it with all kinds of shit and other barbed wire and put all kinds of 
since it was training, we put, they were like the ones that shoot the powder out, but basically we put booby traps, like little air explosive devices, because they were for training, so it was like air that shot out powder rather than explosive. But we set those up, just booby trap the fuck out of these barbed wire obstacles, and if you just put up a sign that says mines, like, we're like, that should be fine, like Geneva Convention-wise, like, that's within the rules, like... So, yeah, we just fucking... I'm pretty sure Geneva Convention, you have to have your minds under observation. But, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... But, Some 12-year-old gets his leg blown off. It's, there was a side. Yeah, there was a side! <laughs> but also, if, like, if you're a military force and you see a side that says mines, you, like, have to check. Because if you hit anything... So you can literally just have, like, a field... And just have it sign that says mines and put like three of them just like out in the field. Just yeah. like, yeah, like watch out. And they have to clear it like it's an actual like, like full of them. Yeah. So either way, like and by definition, an obstacle for it to fully function is you need to keep it under observation. So even if you just have this fucking thing, it like distracts them enough for you to shoot at them fucking do whatever like stops them yeah yeah so before anyone else answers not very familiar with the military but people actually sign up to be like minesweepers well dude that's what the combat engineers do is so you sign up to have to fucking use metal detectors and risk stepping on a fucking explosive that's gonna blow you to shreds the chance to do that you don't get to pick your job in the marine corps which is another reason i didn't join them the yeah, like the chance. Like yeah. I was a combat engineer, been a but cook. I, I yeah. could have no. I could have been like I could have drove a truck, but like I still would have been like an engineer because that was like my job title, like my MOS or whatever. But I luckily got sent to the fleet um, to a line company, or like the first CB. So we were like attached to infantry units and shit like that. So it was bomb as fuck. We um, but then for deployment, I was a machine gunner in a turret. Like, they swapped our mission role to, like, a convoy, right, for, like, a specific deployment. So I was a gunner in a truck. But I learned all the foot patrolling and shit like that because it was all dudes who had done that. So all the booby traps and creating explosives, but also disarming explosives and finding them. I wouldn't want to do that. Dude, if there was a minefield and one of you asked me if I could go like check for mines, I'd tell you to go fuck yourself. I'm I sorry. guess I'm never going this way ever again. <laughs> well, this that's... will be marked and never walked upon in my lifetime. No, X, there's fun ways. You can just throw bombs. Like There's there's a thing called an APOBS, which is uh, essentially a fire hose that's stuffed full of grenades. And it shoots, a rocket shoots it out and, like, lays out this line of grenades over, like, a 20-meter stretch. And then they go off and clear, like, mines and barbed wire and shit. So you just, like, set this backpack up. Like, a two-man team runs up, throws this backpack, and it just, like, and clears a lane. So it's, like... <laughs> so you can get to the minefield. Yeah. That or, does sound Christ. pretty fun. <laughs> That's for, amazing. Or for another training op to start this assault on, like, a defensive fortress we put these bangalore torpedoes which are gigantic pipe bombs through so, some barbed wire with mines and blew that those lanes up just boom like and we were just right like under the lip of the hill just below it so when that fucker went off we ran through and the engineers they're the guys who run through first and, like, clear the lane and lay down the marker for, like, where the cleared path is. So they, like, run through the breach. So on D-Day, the freaking Canadian engineers were, like, laying on the beach with, like, the flag stabbed into their legs and just, like, crawling up the beach through, like, machine gun fire clearing through the minefield. Like, dude, engineers, sappers go fucking hard. It's like a specific just like as hard as like infantry or mortarmen or whatever like machine gunmen you know like that's why i would never fight the marine corps because those like brotherhoods within are just strong as fuck it's just like dudes who've been perfecting the art of warfare for like several centuries just like bro style just alpha males like would never want to fight them (laughs) 
Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, that was fun to do in your early 20s. Those, those were, that was like the right place in the right time. That's another thing. The Marine Corps, their average age is younger than all the other branches. So it's all the dudes who are like 18 through like 24 yeah. who are just like, fuck yeah, like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Jacked Fanatics. up on testosterone yeah. and brain's not fully developed. Exactly. Fanatics. Perfect like, combination. Brainwashed into a cult of murderers. Yeah, yeah like just fucking <laughs> savages. It's yeah. fucking awesome. The Brotherhood of Warfare. <laughs> just like... <laughs> Kill. Speaking of like canas, like knowledge that's intuitive and that's only passed down and not written, there's so many things just like once you get to the fleet that like essentially like even with the army, like boot camp you learn shit, yeah. but then once you actually get to the unit, they're like, No, this is what's actually the way yeah. it is. And none of this is written down, but it's just been passed along for centuries, as long as these military organizations have existed. So it's fucking sick. Yeah. Fire services like that, too. I mean, anything's like that. Yeah. You go through, the, a, you go through the academy, you know? and then you get there, and they're like, all right, this is how you really do it. Fucking mm -hmm. truck driving's probably like that. They're like... They I made me double clutch the entire time during the school. First day on the job, the boss sees me double clutching. He's like, you're going to have to fucking stop that. You're going to wreck my fucking transmission. <laughs> you're going to blow a tranny, kid. <laughs> 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 Can we do another card? Oh, yeah, let's take another break. That's a solid right. way to Cut. end a card. Yeah, yeah, UOT break. Now right, we're back again. See, you don't even have to disembowel innocent small animals. Disembowel yeah. looters and people that try to fight you and steal your shit. Be like, oh, you want to try to break into my house? Well, now you're a warning for other people. Well, I feel like there's just a moral question there. You know, killing someone who's stealing from you when your life will be in danger if they take those goods is one thing. Disemboweling them, I feel like, will entirely dehumanize you. It will disconnect you from your humanity and make you into a psychopath. And eventually you will enjoy disemboweling them. Very true. And that's true. very terrible. There's a lot of foresight there. Very yeah. true. So I think, okay, it depends. Maybe if they really did something horrible. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If, if they killed your dog, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I could disembowel animals and stuff. It might yeah. be too fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah, not poor animals. <laughs> well, Maybe just throw a deer head up there after you butcher it. Well, you that's, just I mean, butcher it you could like day. kill the animal and then you know and then yeah. disembowel. I would just pay like some scary shit on like trees, not trees, but like a piece of metal or something. I mean, honestly, <laughs> like, I, I just feel like I just feel like putting like dead parts of something is like not that scary. Okay, just, we want to go a little scary shit like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like if it's like I don't know. So there's like this, that's um, just as effective. There's this yeah, island true. somewhere in South America. I can't remember. I think it's off the coast of Brazil. Not certain on that, but over the past like ten years, someone has been putting like doll heads and like parts of dolls and hanging them from trees and no one will go on that island anymore because See? for some reason it just freaks them out and it's just dismembered dolls but it's something about dolls like i mean i'm freaked out by dolls i fucking hate them True. Their, their eyes just freak me the fuck that out. That makes a lot of sense. If yeah. I saw... If I had, like, a if I... of clowns, I would like to know like, clowns <laughs> or something. Right, so like we don't have to go with animals or physical harm like... Honestly, for most people, fucking, if they saw the dolls and shit hanging from the trees, I feel like they would turn away. They'd be like, some fucking psychopath is here. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Like, it's like, what, it, like what do you even have that you can really create this out of? <laughs> That's how I was going to do animal training. Like, there's probably critters. I'm just like, I can just go kill something Dude. and hang it up there. But then it's like, it's going to be gone, like, in two months, say. Yeah. yeah. I guess, I don't know, how long are you going to stay there, though, right? Like, yeah. how long are, do we need to be? I don't know. Yeah. Depends. Like, a, you'd think maybe you'd have a justice, some type of, like, justice system. So if somebody does an offense bad enough to be hung or hanged, just put, just hang them like the on gallows. the sign. Be like, yeah, yeah like, just hang it out by the entrance and stay the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's too old school. I don't know. They did that during the medieval times. I guess Dude. all the way into the 1700s. But... If we lose yeah. power, it would be the medieval times. It's pretty much, right? Really. What's up, Kyle? What's up? It's about to... So, 
It's like slightly sad to think that we haven't moved past that point in the last several hundred years, you know? If society ended, like it would be it's just a great thought to think, you know, maybe everyone would just be like, alright, we still need to survive together. Let's like build a community and not fucking loot and kill each other, but yeah, it would just be fucking people mowed down in the streets and fucking people burning everything. Like that's probably how it would There's just so many people, dude. Well, not no, enough man. resources. Depends yeah. where you are. And like you said, the first thing, people banding together. There will be that. I really think that around here, that'll be more of a thing where people actually like band together and help each other out. Yeah. And there will just be a, like a smaller <clears throat> percentage of the crime and looting and whatnot that would be in other areas, you know? But Not gonna lie... Biggest reason, besides the fact I actually enjoy your company and in an apocalypse situation I wouldn't want to be all alone, <laughs> that I would go out to Custer, is you guys have that fucking huge, where I'm actually drawing grain from, mm-hmm. it's all right there. And that is yeah. like enough That's food fair. for several hundred people for like two fucking decades. Yep. The amount of shit you can <clears throat> do with that grain is insane, and they have like, I can't remember their number, several... M- Hundred thousand truckloads. Yeah, just sitting there. Yeah, it. I mean, it takes us an entire year running ten trucks, four loads a day per truck, to empty that. That's amazing. It's, they they hold. It's a lot of fucking lot. shit. Load of grain but I mean, oh sorry. If the apocalypse happened in fucking like September, we'd be fucked because they're empty, preparing for everything to come in. But if it happened in, like, December, that's when all the grain's starting to leave and it's they've got both the big piles going. And it's like, yeah, you've got, like, two decades mm-hmm. of food right there. Like, you can make bread for the next 30 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a huge resource choke point because there's all those gravel pits there. And the highway and ma- major highway and major railroad goes right through there. Mm-hmm. And the gravel pits cause, like, a defensive choke point. Because they're just cliffs on both sides of the highway going in and out of Custer. Well, in on the east side of Custer. And then there's the overpass defending the west side and Custer Hill. Yeah. Like, it's a it's a perfect little spot. Hell yeah. But yeah, our, our followers or whoever's listening to this, I'm not worried because they're welcome to join us if they're cool enough to listen to this. <laughs> if not... Be careful when you're walking your through the woods. Yeah. Strim and I will have a fucking day. We'll have a perimeter out. <laughs> Holy fuck. You oh. may find some doll heads. <laughs> when you start hearing jaw harp, you know, <laughs> turn back. Turn around. Dude, I was playing the latest Fallout, and I, it's like set in like Appalachia, and I was going and I heard a jaw harp in the woods and I was like oh fuck dude like it was creepy as fuck <laughs> I mean if I heard that in the woods at night I, I'd fucking I'd, really I'd curl up in a ball and hope the predator didn't find me it was some kind of hillbilly dude dude <laughs> of course but yeah dude it was real, I was like damn that is effective <laughs> yeah so you could just do that you could just jaw harp every like in the evenings just yeah, they'd like, be like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is that noise? Like, so, I know it's not off a card, but if you guys were walking through the woods alone at night and you started hearing whistling around you, like just one person just starting to whistle, right? Like slow tune, something like that. What the fuck would you do? What am I in the woods for? You are in there with a shotgun, uh... I don't know, you're a farmer and someone and a wolf fucking killed your cow. I don't know, man. What? You're on patrol. The apocalypse has happened. So it's okay. nighttime. Okay, the apocalypse has happened. It's Dead of nighttime. night, there's no I'm, electricity, I'm and I'm no moon. trying to kill a wolf because it ate my sheep. My yes. Strem, during the apocalypse, went and stole five cows. Something killed one of them. The cow is now screaming in the woods. You are now trying to hunt down whatever's fucking killed your cow, and you start hearing whistling around you. In the woods, there's no moonlight, and you are alone with a fucking shotgun. Four shells. What are you gonna do? (laughs) 
I would probably try to find like a giant fucking tree and put my back against it and then like focus on like one way and like try and blend into the tree so that I, you know, once I find it, I look like the tree, but then I'm also like, so I'm semi hidden, but then also hopefully I only have to look half as far versus if I'm like out. You know, and then I would use the whistling to, like, determine where they are. Because if they're, like, like, you know, I feel like when you hear, because the woods is so quiet, when you hear something that's very distinct, you can pick out the location (laughs) so much better than if it's, like, a park and you hear somebody yelling somewhere. It's like, where the fuck is that even coming from? You know? Well, yeah, once you hear it a second time, what was the, the Apaches or the one Native American tribe that would do their, like, I don't know, scouting, like, relay calls and stuff, but they would only do it once? Because if you do it twice in the same spot, they can, you know, tell where you are. Yeah. Well, there's, you can do any number of things. Like, they also carried a section of mirror to signal each other. But, like, you can, with some, makes a lot of something as simple that. as that, you can have a very complicated communication. But, um, also the gunshot thing, where, um, only shoot once, because if you shoot twice, then yeah. yeah, that's probably in the fucking Ranger mm-hmm. Handbook or Maybe something. it's just that's me from, and Wilson. Red Dawn. Yep. That... Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't please tell me you've seen that one, Taryn. No. Red Dawn. Oh, oh, I know, no, right? I, I, there's, there's a lot of eighties movies. <laughs> That's gonna change your whole fucking outlook on life. Yeah, I've seen like eighties movies, like all the John Hughes ones, but as far as the action, like fucking I'm i maybe I'm not even really sure I've seen the Terminator all the way through. I so, you know, haven't. like, I'm missing out on a lot of, like, I've seen, like, ones. the first two all the way through. <clears throat> Terminator's one thing, but Red Dawn is a whole other thing. Yeah, that's, that's like, all right, especially like now, young given, Charlie Sheen given, and, like, Patrick Swayze yeah, and, like, dude. maybe his, like, most badass. Yeah, all right, we should, all right, we'll get together, we'll watch that one day, we're watching, we'll watch Jack and we'll fucking it's make gonna pizza again. blow yes. your fucking, okay, yes. I won't build up too much, but it's good. All right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, It's the greatest movie of all time! Yeah. And the original one, definitely not. Yep. There's a there's a remake, but yeah, fuck that, I'm sure. Yeah, the original. Yeah, the original's the best. Okay, we got time for one more card. Another quick one. I'll pull one. Okay. Oh no. Oh jeez. Your son died because someone who had a lot of food didn't want to share. They refused every attempt to barter with you, and you feel they did it out of selfish greed more than anything. Would you plot revenge against them, or do they have the right to do as they please with their resources? I mean, with me, obviously, I'm, I'm not going to waste the time fucking, like, worrying about this one person. Like, yeah, if it's somebody really close, that would be painful. But, I mean, it would be much smarter to just, okay, whatever, sever ties. Just focus on getting food. Yeah, focus on getting food rather than revenge. That would be dumb. But if my son already died, okay, I'd still have one more son. But also... <laughs> If both my sons Jesus. died, then Talk I about would, the medieval then, ages. Well, wow, yeah. Holy well, shit, this is biblical. Well, no, I'm just saying, if only one of my sons died, I would still want to take care of my remaining yeah, son. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Whereas, like, if both of my sons died, then, I mean, I'd be like, what do I have to lose? Yeah. Like, that makes sense. That makes total sense. I thought you were like, like, the book of Job. Like, <laughs> God kills this whole family and then no. gives him another one, and he's like, ha, all better. No, I'm not. I love them all. As individuals, all special. Dude, that's the thing that's crazy. Is, yeah. Just just a, another human, a new soul, you know? Just wild. <laughs> wild stuff. So if your son or daughter dies, that, like, I, just to kind of think about, like, how much that would hurt. Because we talk about a lot, like, I don't know, the Buddhist mindset, just kind of, like, letting go and, like, it's a path of the universe, but... I th- really think that, like, my part of my soul or my like, essence or my heart or whatever you want to call it is so invested in them that they're a source of my, like, m- my love and mental well-being. And if one of those, like, <coughs> extensions of myself is severed, be it one of my children or my wife oh. or even my other family, yeah. like... That's just, like, severing, like, a piece of you. So it'd be like Damn. getting your leg chopped off. Like, it's going to be traumatic as fuck. Or cutting, like, a huge, like, half of a tree off. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Like, it's just, like, all of your, like, heart and soul that's just invested in this yeah. person that's just, like, severed. Oh, so damaging. So, yeah, so I could... Yeah. It's fucking heavy shit, man. Yeah. I also think it's hard to really, like, put yourself in the position of somebody who is looking at starving to death. 
Yeah. Versus <laughs> versus somebody that you love more than you love yourself starving to death. Like, yeah. Okay, I'll paint like, a how scenario. Could, like, how, like, I can't even really think about that. And fucking and imagine of your flesh. Yeah, like, imagine what that would like, be like. I cannot imagine. <laughs> like, if I had to watch both of my sons starve to death. So, watch. Imagine if our whole community, like, we watch all of our children starve to death. And there was some, like, local, like, baron who, like, had his security guards guarding the corn and yeah. wouldn't sell us any. Like, and all of our kids died. Like, if my kids were already dead, yeah, like, I would make it my life's goal to fuck that guy over. Like, you know. Have you ever seen uh, Mad Max Fury Road? <clears throat> Dude, all of Mad Max is among my favorites of all time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of like how the, like, the dude that, like, is the king of the Citadel, like, in the beginning of the film. How he, like, pumps the water up so, like, the people living below can't get it. And they're, like, dependent on him for water and then in turn food because he's the only one that can grow the food. Mm-hmm. Exactly it's like, like that. It's like, well, you, you have, go. like, you pretty much made slaves of all these people. <coughs> yeah. You head out soon. Yeah, but, I'm not going to go too. But, yeah, exactly. So if there's a local baron <laughs> that's fucking hoarding resources and my children die because of it, yeah, Fuck that guy. But otherwise, I'm going to devote all my resources to saving my remaining family. And my wife, obviously, like, I wouldn't do anything to endanger Lily, you know? Mm -hmm. But we would both be heartbroken, so really, I mean, just feel like half my heart is cut off. Yeah. Jeez. And you know, speaking of hearts, it does it because all the muscles that line your veins do a large majority of the pumping. Your heart isn't a big enough muscle to pump all the blood in your body, so your veins do most of the pumping. Your heart coordinates it. And so your heart is just as much of a sensory organ as, like, your eyeballs or, like, your ear. Like, your heart is more of a sensory organ than, like, a thing that powers your body. And it has, like, a lot of neurons in it. And, like, people say that, like, blood, because blood's, like, the only thing like blood's, like, the fluid that's... Like, the trans-dimensional fluid between your body and your soul. Life force. Yeah, your life force. Mm-hmm. And it's that's the flowing water in us. Yeah, exactly, and your life force. And, like, going back to, like, family. Like, yeah, that shit is invested in people, you know? Yeah. Shit. Crazy stuff, but, yeah. Speaking of starving that. children, Ranger the dog is hungry. Yeah, yeah that's, I think that's a good thing to end on. Yeah. That was a great episode. Do you guys want to keep... You Just end her there? Hungry for dinner? Yeah, I'm probably going to have those. some dinner? All right. Well, everybody, um, check us out on um, Marine Barbarians. Or Marine <laughs> underscore Barbarians on Instagram. Yeah, Whatever do that. Is. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, fucking, I don't know. Give us some feedback. Let us know if you like the Apocalypse yeah. Cars episodes. I mean, the numbers show people do, but. We didn't get through very know. many this time. No. But. We well, need to we get, did. like, a theme song, like yeah, you said, make we'll it, fire through some. Make it a thing. Yeah. But we just, we haven't uh, seen each other in a long time, so this is more of a bullshit <laughs> session, too, but. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. First episode back in a long time. All right, everybody. Um, hey, and stress is good. Stress grows you. It's weight on the bar. That's been my mantra lately, because what life's been fucking hectic. <laughs> <laughs> Anti-fragile. Pressure make time. Oh, yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, Catch you guys next time.